Hello, readers of Every Word, and welcome to Every Word 365. I'm your host, Christina Munoz Madsen, and today we're reading Leviticus 11 through 15. How are you doing in Leviticus? You can be honest, it's tough stuff to read. Learning from past attempts at this, it can be hard not to get a little weirded out by all the meticulous processes and procedures that the Israelites had to do. So I strongly encourage you to read the link from Got Questions on the entire book of Leviticus. It has a lot of great reason and purpose for it. And these links are very good at an overview of the books that we're reading. So I'll be including them and sharing from them quite a bit. Hopefully it'll help you understand the need for all the instructions and laws and remind all of us about the importance of being holy, which we are still called to be today, which really means set apart. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. That's in 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16, but you're actually going to see that last part in an upcoming reading assignment. But again, thanks to Jesus who did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it, we are not obligated to uh, abide by all the laws and instructions in Leviticus. So how are we supposed to be holy today? Is it even possible? Well, that's a topic that could be and should be discussed in an in-depth Bible studies, but here's a good start from Got Questions, all about being holy and how to be holy. Again, that means set apart in this day and age. So what about you? Would you describe yourself as, quote unquote, holy? Would others describe you that way? When I think of that word, I think of things like the Bible, and I know I am nowhere near as holy as God's word. And yet we are all called to be holy. What can you do right now, starting right now, today, that will help make you more holy, set apart? This is a great discussion topic for our Facebook page, but also for a group if you're in, even if it's just one other person or a small group, talk about this amongst yourselves to really dive deeper into what this means. God helps us in our weakness by giving us his Holy Spirit who reveals the mind of Christ to us and enables us to carry out his will. When we yield to the Spirit, we become fruit-bearing Christians, yielding a harvest with which God is well pleased. On the other hand, when we suppress the work of the Holy Spirit by rebelling against His will for us, we stifle the design of God, sabotage our own spiritual growth, and grieve the Holy Spirit. If God was gracious enough to redeem us from sin and death and give us new life in Christ, the very least that we can do is offer our lives back to Him in complete surrender and holiness, which is for our benefit. Because of God's mercies, we should be living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. One day in heaven, we will be free from sin and all its effects. Until then, we fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, and keep running our race. That is in the previous link that I just talked about and have linked in the podcast description from Got Questions. As for all the food restrictions, keep Mark 7:19 in mind, for it doesn't go into their heart, but into their stomach and then out of the body. 
in saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. Now again, that's New Testament, and we don't even get to the New Testament until October 1st, so you gotta stay with us to find out what is and isn't cleared by Jesus with regard to the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. I know, very complicated and can be hard to understand, and that's why we do this together as a group, because by now a lot of people have dropped out if you tried reading the Bible through beginning to end by yourself. So, two more days of reading assignments before our next day off. And next is Leviticus 16 through 17. Happy reading!